VTV. We're here with Paul Phelps, Mr. Business Executive himself from DJs on the Run. He's on the phone on hold to what, Elvis? Uh, yeah, I'm talking to Elvis. He's talking to Elvis over at Burger King in California. Yeah, I do this quite often. And, uh, Nobody's supposed to know it, though. So what does Elvis have to say? Uh, right now, he's got me on hold. He did that a lot back in 1958 when I tried to talk to him, too. Yeah. Yeah, Elvis, Elvis is a busy guy. Yeah, he is. So how much does he weigh now? I, he's down to about uh, 210. That's not bad. That's a little bit uh, smaller than me. <laughs> <laughs> that strange smell is the, uh, the pipe over here. <laughs> Are you sure it's the pipe? Whoa. Oh. Yeah. Nothing like sneaking into a guy's backyard, right? And on your private phone conversation. Should we... Oh, <laughs> that smell. Move away. <laughs> it's good thing... It's a good thing they can't smell on video. Whoa. Oh. Oh. What's, what's a good song for something that's smelly? The, that's the wastewater system. Yeah. Well, here, we, here we go. You know I can be found. I sit home all alone. If you can't come around, at least please tell the phone. Don't be cruel to who hard is true. Baby, if I made you mad for something I might have said, please don't forget my past. The future looks bright ahead. Don't be cruel to who heart is true. I don't want no other love. Baby, it's just you I'm digging up. Stop thinking of me Don't make me feel this way Come on over here and love me You know what I wanted you to say Don't be cruel To who heart is true Why should we be apart I really love you baby Cross my heart Let's walk up to the preacher and let's say I do Then you'll know you'll have me And I know that I'll have you Don't be cruel To who heart is true I don't want no other love Baby, it's just you I'm thinking of Don't be cruel To who heart is true Don't be cruel
It's all me. It's all you. Where'd, where'd my partner go? Where's the seat's empty I'm, here? I'm taking shots from I'm afar. I'm taking shots, huh? Yeah, okay, the Big Bopper. Uh, everybody knows about the Big Bopper. Uh, they call it J.P. Richardson, J.P. Richardson, and his name was Giles Perry Richardson, and they just went J.P. Richardson. And uh, he was born in 1930 in Sabine Pass, Texas. He was a DJ at KTRM in uh, Beaumont, Texas. And uh, a lot of people don't know this, but he wrote Running Bear for Johnny Preston. And, uh, of course, everybody knows that he died with Buddy Holly uh, and Richie Valens in the plane crash in 1959. Um, did, did he really take, uh, did he really take uh, Waylon Jennings' place? That's what I heard. Oh, it doesn't say a thing so about Wh that in here. Waylon Jennings was supposedly the guy that, uh, that he was one of the players of uh, oh, Buddy Holly's band I or know, something. I know, it was Chuck Berry. Sure? Chuck Berry was supposed to be on that plane, and uh, I think it's the Big Bopper took his place. Well, Richie Valance oh, took somebody's I, yeah. place. Oh, I, I, uh, okay, yeah. Because Richie Valance right. was sick and they flipped for it or something. Yeah, you're right. Uh, That's the movie right. version, but I don't know if it's the truth or yes, not. Yes, I think I, I think I did hear that. Okay, but, I don't know uh, who it was, but I thought it was way we'll too We'll have to look up and see if we can find yeah. find where it says anything like that. It doesn't say anything here with the Big Bopper, but. Uh, Anyways, everybody knows he did Chantilly Lace. Right. And uh, uh, it was first released on the D label in 1958. Uh, and it's worth $300 if you've wow. got that. I don't. I've got the standard one on the, on the Mercury. And it's worth about 4 bucks, something like that. Huh. Uh, well, no, not really. Uh, well, why was it worth so much more on the other label? That's the original label? Because it, yeah, because the original label. Oh, so it's a re-release version. Yeah, and then oh, he okay. went to Mercury, signed with Mercury, and they did it on this. This one that I'm going to play is worth 25 bucks. That's worth $25. Hmm. Uh, but this is the second hit, and that's it. That was it for him. Of course, he got killed. Uh, and this made number 38 and 58. It's called The Big Bopper's Wedding. Okay. <laughs> He, he did do something besides Chantilly Lace. The Big Bopper's Wedding. And the man keeps saying, Do you take this woman to be your awful witted wife? <laughs> I never thought of thinking about her no more. Wicked at the pretty little gals are bopping by. I no more dancing and a new romance. Lord, it made me want to sit down and cry. Oh, no, pool shooting out a rooting out a tooting with the boys if I take you from my wife. I can't go no place. I gotta look at your face for the rest of my dog life. This is it! And honey, what am I doing here in the first place? You know, I don't go for this marriage bit. I was only kidding. <laughs> Your daddy sitting over there with a shotgun laying across his lap and a big smile on his ugly face. And the man keeps saying, are you going to take this woman or ain't you? 
talking about a no more winking at the pretty little gals that bobbing by. A no more dancing and a new romance. Lord, it made me want to sit down and cry. Ah, oh, no pool shooting and a rooting attitude and with the boys if I take you from my wife. I can't go no place. I gotta look at your face for the rest of my doggone life. This is it. Honey, what's this jazz about love, honor, and obey? That cat's talking to me. <laughs> Look at all these good-looking bridesmaids standing around. <laughs> Hello, baby. And the man in charge keeps saying, look here, do you take this woman or don't you? Well, uh, then I started thinking about her. No more waking at the pretty little gals about my hair. No more dancing at a new romance. Lord, it made me want to sit down and cry. Ah, oh, no pool shooting and a rooting and a tooting with the boys if I take you from my wife. I can't go no place. I gotta look at your face for the rest of my doggone life. This is it! <laughs> Or don't you? <laughs> And I say, partner, I don't believe I do. <laughs> Let me out of here. And now everybody knows why he didn't. Yeah. Well, it, besides yeah. the die that he, besides the fact that he died in a yeah. plane crash. Uh, I don't think he would have went too much farther. He wouldn't have gone too much. It was the novelty records. And a lot of your novelty records, you couldn't do just that. You had to have something else. That, uh, he definitely sounded like a DJ of the time, though. Yeah. That was right. the typical DJ of the time. Well, you go ahead and talk. I'm looking for something. Oh, okay. I thought you found something with Waylon Jennings no. there. What do you mean, no? You just read it to me a minute I ago. Read it, but it doesn't say anything about. Uh... No, it doesn't say anything about it in here. Okay. No, it just says that he befriended Buddy Holly. Defended. De befriended. Befriended, because he was Buddy from Holly. he was from Lukenbach and uh, Texas, and he was all he was also a DJ too. Mm -hmm. Waylon Jennings, yeah. Waylon, yeah. Waylon Jennings was. So I thought that was kind of interesting. But he befriended Buddy Holly, and uh, but it didn't say that he played for him or anything. Yeah, oh yeah, it does. It says Jennings then joined with Holly's backing band as bass guitarist yeah. on the fateful Winter Dance Party tour in 1959. The fatal Winter Fate, Dance. Fatal. Fateful. It said fateful. Oh, fateful. Okay. Yeah. Uh, It'd be fatal. Himself in the mid '70s. So, uh, well, what they mean? Because wait, so what they mean by fateful is that's probably the party that they didn't make, or yeah. it was afterwards that they got uh, he got killed. But um, I, I remember Waylon Jennings saying something. I think it was Waylon Jennings himself that said he was the one that flipped uh, Richie Valance a coin to see who got the seat, because Richie Valance was sick, and of course that was in the Richie Valance movie too. But. Mm -hmm. um, But it was I thought it was Waylon Jennings that did that. So he gave up his seat. So anyway. I do another one? I guess you're you're yeah. in that mood. I'm in that mood. Okay, this is uh this guy's the name. I, I gotta I gotta go film a uh uh a Republican thing, but that I that's okay. We'll 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 keep going. Okay. They'll wait for me. This is called this is Boyd Bennett. Okay. Boyd Bennett on the old King label, which is where Hank Mallard, Ballard and Midnighters and, right. uh, came from. And uh, this guy was in the early 50s, and he had he had two hits. And this is this is one of them. This is called My Boy Flat Top. Okay. You remember My Boy Flat Top? Uh, probably will when I hear it. But oh, no. this was a great this was a great back then. He was a country western singer at one time, and, and you'll see that when you when you uh, when I play when I play this. Song. Uh, I'll hear it. Uh, yeah, You've yeah, been drinking lots of caffeine, have you? There you go. All right. <laughs>
him rock and roll. Got no dough but just a knot. Gets the girls though it may seem odd. He's a real smooth lover in his old hot rod. My boy, flat top. Uh, 17. Yeah, yeah, because the same beat. 17, 17, because he did the same beat. And, Prettiest you know, girl like I, I ever said, seen. Isn't that what it was? Yeah. Uh, Something like that? My, my uh, yeah. Well, blah, anyway. Blah. We'll play it someday. We'll go, we'll go back. <laughs> okay. We'll play it someday. But that, I think that's why he didn't go anywhere, is, uh, because evidently he didn't know there was more strings in the guitar or the saxophone had different buttons on it. <laughs> and then we see. Same beat all the time. And then I started reminiscing about Paul Simon. I just saw a PBS special on him and, and, and how. I mean, he went everywhere for his music. He went to Africa for the different type of type of rhythms yeah. and whatever. He went everywhere to, to get just all to the, pick up just to pick up rhythms and, and sounds. And rhythms when he and when he did the boxer, I remember him talking about. Actually, it was Art Garfunkel that was talking about when he did the boxer. He said he was nuts. He was in a, a cathedral, and would go in different locations of the cathedral to record the echo, the mm. na na na, you know, and uh, just amazing. But anyway, like the, here's a guy that yeah, here's a guy that went everywhere for different sounds and we're talking about this guy that had one sound (laughs) anyway sound and that was it this is bill marshall at lv tv and we've got some great videos for you this evening and uh well uh uh bill what what's going on what's this uh uh thing Uh, hi i'm john Hi, this is a John Lee Hooker Endless Boogie. Oh, okay. and, uh, what we well, the bottom line is, John, I have no idea what the hell I'm doing but, here. But when we talked to you last, you said, oh, great, great, I could do this, no problem. You lied to me. Apparently uh, some, apparently, someone told you that, because I never said that to anybody about being I am, I am shocked. Okay, well, we'll, do the, we'll walk this through together here. Okay. Well, uh, you know, I've tried to, I've looked over this sheet for at least 30 seconds. That's how prepared I am here today. and. I haven't found uh, much that I really know about. Of course, there's all these Madonna ones, but right, you see Madonna 45 times on television every time you turn it on. So, do we want to do? Should we start one out and be like everyone else, do a Madonna one, or? Well, we yeah, the peer pressure. Let's do the Madonna one. Do we got any? Uh, well, I was gonna say 12-year-old girls, but probably more like 15-year-old guys. <laughs> <laughs> Stop watching this. 
I don't mean to put in here, but did you hear about the Madonna-thon that's going on right now in uh, Detroit? No, I didn't. Oh, uh, one of our producers is mentioning a Madonna-thon. Oh, Madonna-thon? Yeah, they're having, it's, it's where Madonna had her first kiss. Where's the Where's the punchline here? What do you mean? You like you take a bus around and yeah, look at it? Yeah, it's a tour. It's a tour about talking Madonna memorabilia. You're kidding me. It's a, it's a place so did they see Truth or Dare from some it's, of the things the, she said in Truth or Dare? I'd like to see some of the places. <laughs> well, there's, there's, well, there's also a tour of, of the uh, the gay bar that she used to hang out in quite a bit. Oh, gosh. John, she dress up and go. <laughs> you can wear the chiffon dress. <laughs> Thank you. I'll wear the purple four-inch pumps. It won't go. No, that's, that sounds real exciting to me. I'm sure somebody's going to make all kinds of money on it. I'm sure that as soon as I'm done here, I'm going to jump in my car and, and go there just as soon as I can. Uh, uh, so back back to reality here. Time is money here. I think we better. Time is money. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. Well, well, which one would you like to do here, John? Which one's your personal uh, favorite, being a macho young guy that you are? Ina, Caribbean Blue. An LB. <laughs> <laughs> is that kind of like? Yes. <laughs> hey, this is my show. I can that, do what I want. <laughs> is that kind of like Alapina? <laughs> Here's the video. Sure. <laughs> Go to the video. Here's the video. <laughs> oh, sorry, I lost it. <laughs> We're not gonna really show that. Huh? Will we show something like that? Uh, oh sure. Like Alapina? <laughs> sure. See, the thing is, John, we didn't do a cut. We were supposed to do a Madonna one since we just got on <laughs> top.
did this whole Madonna thing last time. What are you? Who do you? Who the Enya Enya? Yeah. Who was that? You saw the video. We don't know what was. Caribbean blue. I don't even know. Is that country western? Is it? Ah, it's. Like wow, dude, it's Caribbean blue, man. It's it's. Let's ask our producer over there. It's sort of like a new age thing. Almost. Yeah, it's all like oh, you're kidding me! So there's no bass, and it's all like we should like have a crystal dangling in front of us. Oh yeah, like, like oh wow, man! I'm feeling like so much uh, more within myself after watching that video. How cool! Or should we kind of like talk with our noses plugged? No, that's the hippie thing, isn't it? We probably don't want to do that. Brooke Benton. Uh, oh, there we go. One of my favorites. Yeah. Born Benjamin Franklin in 1931 in Camden, South Carolina, died of spinal meningitis, spinal meningitis in 1988 at the age of 56. Well, everybody knows that he had many, many hits. Mm. Great voice. This one I like because he does a duet here with Dinah Washington. Oh yeah. Now they make a mistake. Well, they, I don't know about the mistake, but I just found this out. Brooke Benton. I, I knew this for years. Yeah. Brooke Benton had had a couple. So he was a little tipsy, mm -hmm. and it was a big joke when they played this song because he's going, <laughs> he almost fell off his chair. Yeah. What I didn't know, just recently found out, is Dinah Washington hated him. Really? They made her do this record, and she was not happy about it. That's probably why he well, had a it, few. <laughs> isn't this the one where she says, you're, you're in my spot again, honey, or something like that? No? Maybe. Yeah, well, that, anyway. yeah, that, uh, yeah maybe, maybe there is a, uh, uh, you're right, yeah. Maybe that's right. why they didn't have him do it again because yeah. she didn't like him in the first place. Yeah, but yeah. let's take a listen to it. It okay. was a big hit. It Good was song. A fun Great song. song. Uh, Dinah, Dinah and Brooke yeah. and Baby. Baby, baby, <laughs> baby, baby. Should I put my foot up again? Yeah. Baby, 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 baby. We did that in the 50s too. Yeah. You're in my spot again, honey. I'm a bass singer. That was me and Frankie. Yeah, yeah. I knew that. Yeah. Did you know? Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How come you haven't told everybody? Well, you know. I didn't want to brag. You know. Want to brag? No. I can do Frogman Henry. There it is, baby. Dinah Washington and Brooklyn.
It take more than a lifetime to prove that I'll be true. But it takes somebody special to make me say I do. Oh, yeah. And baby, hey, you got what it takes. turn this over and do the other side these were both big hits i think they're they was almost sounded like maybe they were trying to outdo each other or tried to yeah uh baby you've got what it takes hit number five in 1960 now the other side of this here we are with flip is, sides of 45s the other side again. of this is not what i wanted it to be so forget that we'll do something else. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, you're excited the, too weren't you on the reissues uh, of this, they've got baby uh, on one side, and the other side they've got the uh, uh, rockin' good way. Oh, rockin' good way! I remember that one too. That's yeah. the one that they they do a little more clowning around. It. Well. Anyways, uh, Dinah Washington, Brooke Benton. There you go. Hey, what? Let's. Uh, I'll look this up. In the meantime, let's play that Badlands. Badlands. Okay. Just see, just see what he's got. There right. you go.
Oh, by George, there was an issue. A nice, there. nice solo in there yeah, from nice Clarence Clemens in there. See where it's at? It was right before that space. That right little there. groove there. Yeah, you know, that space. That, that's where he went into the uh, kind of a talking thing he was doing. There. <laughs> um, so there, you found one. Well, yeah. Plus, I was just gonna just saying that we found another, like I say, pink Cadillac. That was you only find that on the 45 flip side of the 45. A brilliant disguise. And you found and a couple others. My hometown, which was uh, a song from uh, what, what album was that from? Where'd you see the album? Man? Should be up in here or down below. Oh, here. born in the USA. Well, I was born in the USA too. Okay. Same with Dancing in the Dark. And uh, the flip side of that is the only place you could find at the time, anyway, was uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town that he redid. Now there's a good thing is he talks. A, he talks about Clarence Clemens on that one. You want a new saxophone? Remember that? No, I don't. Yeah, he says, Sarah, oh, he Claire, right. Claire yeah, you want yeah, it? Yeah, you want yeah. Santa to bring you a new yeah. saxophone? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, there's a couple other ones here I've never heard okay, of this before. This doesn't say it came off any album, so there exactly. You go. Yeah, there you go. There's another one here. The same. This, this one doesn't say anything either. Um, it's on the flip side of "I'm on Fire" from the Born in the USA uh, album, and it's uh, Johnny Bye Bye. Minute fifty seconds. This should be turned around. Oh, sorry. I'm on fire too. Well, that was my fault. Um, and then this one here was uh, Hungry Heart from the River LP. And this one was never charted on a record. And it's called uh, Held Up Without a Gun. And it's only a minute and 15 seconds. I wonder what that sounds like. I don't you think I've ever. We got to hear this one. I don't think I've We got to hear that one. Held Up Without this. a Gun. How did you ever decide to, to play the flip side and hear Pink Cadillac? Was it a mistake that you just actually accidentally put it on or something? I or, couldn't tell you. Because it wasn't a hit or anything. No, I really couldn't tell you. I don't know how that... Because we used to play that all the time at, at parties and people, you know, loved the I tune. I think one of the guys that worked with, uh, with us back at that time uh, mentioned something about it. Oh, like Big D or something Big like that? Big D or, or Hippie Dale, one of, one of those. Huh. Somebody, somebody mentioned it to me. Boy, you ought to hear this because they would play both sides and the whole album. Really? And stuff See, like I that. love I love the flip side of 45s. Yeah, I do too. The B sides because yeah. you you never know Spe what you're going to get. Especially when you got stuff like Flatfoot Sam and Nervous Boogie, right? <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. Okay, let's. Uh, it says it's a minute. Something was next. Minute 15. Uh, get out of there. Somewhere. Wow, was that a quick one or what? That was a quick one, yeah. But a lot of good uh, well, Clarence was, Clemens in there, though. That was hard driving, let me tell you. That sounded just like something you would hear from uh, uh, Eddie and the Cruisers. Yep. 
Yep. It sounded like an Eddie and the Cruisers tune, which is, of course, you know, they were Jersey Boys and the whole thing, too. I mean, that's where they based it off. Of course, the band that was... Jersey that, Boys. Now, isn't that movie? Isn't that about uh, Four Seasons? Well, yeah, that's yeah, that's a movie. But I was talking about they, they were... The, the band Eddie and the Cruisers was supposed to be from Jersey. Oh, okay. And which okay. was... which that was that movie that's out. Called the Jersey Boys. I haven't and seen Frankie it. Frankie Valli's lead singer. And really? That, yeah, it's supposed to. Oh, I'd like to see that. the Four Seasons. At least that's what I thought. It could be all wrong, but... Anyway, the, the only point I was trying to make is that it sounded like one of the Eddie and the Cruises tunes when he didn't like the way they sounded. They sounded too, too average. And you could hear the you could hear Clemens back there. Oh yeah, big time. That sax. And of course, the, the band that played in you know the band that played in the Eddie and the Cruises, right? Do I know the band? Not yeah. personally, no, I don't. Well, I mean, do you know the name of them? No, I, I probably you're going to tell me. I probably it's remember. John, John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band. Yeah, yep, yeah. Yeah. John Cafferty. Yep. Cafferty. Yeah, that's it. Yep. So I yeah, that. I, good stuff. I was that was, I was I, a huge fan of that movie. I mean, it was pretty hokey, pretty B, but uh, it was it was it was a good movie, good music. So we we're talking about uh, Clarence Clemens, who uh, died in 2011. Uh, great saxophone player for. Bruce Springsteen, but he also played for Aretha Franklin. He played for a lot of different people. He played. Yeah, the name's quite familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they call uh, uh, Bruce called him the big man, and uh, the story behind him was uh, he was a he was actually a football player. Oh yeah. I didn't know. And he hurt his he hurt he hurt his leg or something. I'm just, I, this is from memory, so you know I might be wrong, but uh, hurt his leg or something like that, so he couldn't play football anymore. But he his second love was saxophone, and he played the saxophone and. He, Joined the E Street Band and the rest was history. But, but uh, I'm trying to find some songs. Now I got Badlands. I'm thinking, I'm, I think I'm, there's, there might be some sax in that. Glory Days. I'm not sure. Pink Cadillac. I think had sax. Now, this would be my, my my guess. But there's a whole stack of 45s. Bruce Springsteen here. I mean, I could go home and listen on. If, if not, we'll put you one want, on. You want to try Pink Cadillac? I'm thinking so, yeah. That, that's kind of a rare 45 oh, anyway, isn't it? Pink true. Cadillac? No, not really. No? Well, it is for Bruce. I mean, it, was a, it wasn't a hit for Bruce. Oh, the, it was the backside of Backside of Dancing yeah, in yeah, the Dark. Yeah. Pink Cadillac. Well, we liked it. Well, yeah, it, wasn't, it was never released by Bruce. It was released by uh, Natalie Cole. Franklin. Natalie Cole. Natalie Aretha Cole. Franklin. Natalie Cole. Aretha Franklin. Look it up. Natalie Cole. Uh, oh, I'm thinking of uh, uh, Freeway, Freeway, Freeway of Love. I'm sorry. Which I think Clarence Clemens plays the sax one on that song, but a, anyway. Hang on, hang on. Uh, okay. Pink Cadillac. Somebody else did it, too. Uh, Natalie Cole did it. And Jerry Lewis and Bruce Springsteen. Oh, redid it. Redid it, yeah. yeah never never charted then, though, either. No, no. But I'm thinking it's thinking something else. Natalie Cole? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right, but let's just make sure. Yeah, Freeway of Love is what you're thinking about. With, right. Because yeah. she's dry as a pink Cadillac in the video. I remember that. Which I think I got the video, and we'll, we'll show that eventually. One of these days. We'll, we'll show all this music. I think we should have PT and OZ 24-7. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> I don't think anybody else does. Well, we do, anyway. Pink Cadillac. Where, where is Pink Cadillac? Pink Houses? I love that song, Yeah. Too. Pink Cadillac, Natalie Cole, made number five in '88. Thank you very much. And that was the only one. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, charted by anybody else. No, I don't think so. Okay, we got that straight. Should we but, do it? But but you but this? you played it before Natalie Cole did it, didn't you? Because just because you liked it was on the backside of. Oh yeah, because Dance in the Dark came out when? 
Days of the Dark came out in... 83 or 86 or something like that? 84. 84. So. Yeah, so we were playing his version of Pink Cadillac before Natalie Cole. Yeah, yeah. I honestly think that Bruce's version was better for rock and roll dancing. Oh, yeah, than yeah. And Natalie Cole's was a little more of a setback, not quite as driving. I yeah, it wasn't as driving, but it was kind of a... Easy to dance to. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, let's, let's listen to Pink Cadillac. See right. if we can pick up uh, Clarence Clemens. Clarence Clemens. I was thinking yeah. George Clemens. <laughs> Clarence.
Okay, that wasn't that wasn't a whole that wasn't a whole lot. That wasn't of, a whole lot. He did that one behind uh, Bruce there. I'm thinking the, Badlands would be the one. Cause that's 1978. But uh, just just you know, talking about that song. Um, Pink Cadillac, you couldn't find that on anything else but the 45. 45 right there, yeah. Because it was the back of the it was album. A, it was a, no, it wasn't on, it was there was no album. album. Okay. There was no album. Days well, it in the Streets? Yeah, it wasn't on there. It wasn't on there. Nope. Okay. Are so, you sure it doesn't say? It, no. it should say on Well, there. look, but I, it, I, it wasn't on any album that I knew of. Nope. Same with this this song here. I was finding where to go. Um. Bruce Springsteen had, he always put... Yeah, taken from the Columbia LP, Born in the USA. Dancing in the Dark. It, it, it's on there, though? It's but it doesn't, the, the Pink Cadillac isn't on there. That's no. where Dancing in the Dark came from. Right. And the same with, um, you know, they, Bruce Springsteen would always put kind of unique songs on the back of his, one called Factory, one's called True, Be True. And what was that one you said was 10 minutes long? I, I didn't oh, even realize all that. Might be, might be one too. Um, this one here is called the 57th Street. Not bridge. Um, no, the incident. The incident on 57th Street. The live version. It's 10 minutes long on a 45. Yeah, let me see. That. 10 minutes, three seconds. I never. I never. Jersey Girl. That. See now, Jersey Girl is an old, an old tune of his too. Oh boy, they got a lot. There's a lot of grooves in there. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's not ten minutes. They but suppressed hey. that. Here's one that's only a minute and fifteen seconds. I'm held up, with, held up without a gun. Oof. So I'm saying, if you got a Bruce Springsteen, uh, I bet you these 45s are worth money just because of the flip sides on them. They really do. Do you? Well, yeah, because I mean, you, these are songs that were never released by Bruce. Oh, they may. They probably aren't in here either. Right. right probably not. It's funny you should mention that because I was thinking about uh, uh, when I went to get some kerosene today, uh, they were playing Blue Springsteen. I remember back in the old Hilton days, I picked up a 12-inch single of Dancing in the Dark. Remember that? Right. And I've, I've always liked that song. Remember we played the heck well, out of that. What we're talking about is we were talking during that the last song we were listening to about uh, uh, Clarence Clemens Clarence passing yeah. away because he was uh, one of the people that died in 2011. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was trying to see if I had a Bruce Springsteen tune. I'm sure you could find one if you wanted to. Oh, yeah, I got all kinds of them. But uh, with, I'm trying to think of which one would be a good one where Clarence Clemens, you know, plays his saxophone. Really yeah, saxophone. I, yeah, we'd have to research I do that. have, I do have one. Okay. I don't know if I, I don't know if I played it already, though. But uh, there's one that I did. <laughs> of course, it's one of those ones that I, I made a video out of, but... I think that I got the video too, but it was uh, actually where Clarence Clemens sings. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's. Uh, uh, I think we already did it though. I'll follow you. I think we already did that one. One, two, three. We said we'd walk together They become what may That come twilight Should we lose our way 
But if as we're walking, my hand should slip free. I'll wait for you. Should I fall behind? Wait for
Oscar Oswald from LVTV. Uh, John Hooker and I went over to the beach and couldn't get any action, so we decided to come over to a place where we, we feel a little more comfortable. We're in a graveyard right now. I'm sure these people won't have any objections to being uh, interviewed. Probably won't give too much response, and if we do, we're out of here. <laughs> well, anyway, what a place to, in to introduce the next, our next video. What do you think? A graveyard introducing a video? Glad you could join us. We were talking about this guy, Geraldo, and uh, Rico Suave. Was, yeah, uh, remind me now. What was the name? What was the song? Or, well, his name was Geraldo, and okay, the, the, song, song the song was called Rico, Rico Suave. Okay. okay. That's pretty much all he did through the whole thing. 1990, made it to uh, number seven on the top 40 chart. Uh, rapper, actor, half Spanish, half English. Um, I don't know what the, I don't know what I wrote here, but <laughs> anyway. He, uh, Hang on a second. Let's get the book out. Okay. 
Mace. Oh, okay. Talk. Rico. Suave. But yeah, we got it. His name was Geraldo. G. Yeah, G. No, G E R A R D O. G E R. Yeah, I don't. I didn't write down his actual name, but anyway, it's Geraldo. G E Georgia. Gerardo. Born Geraldo Mejia. Okay. In 1965. <laughs> Whatever you in say. Guadalquil, what? The equator. Guadalquil. Guadalquil. Uh, we got to take off some reading lessons or something. Ecuador. Ecuador. Yeah. Okay. Raised in Glendale, California. Latino rapper actor. Raps in Spanglish. Oh, that was it. Yeah, that's what I wrote here. Okay, Spanglish. Yeah. Okay. Half Spanish, half English. Yeah. Appeared in the movie Can't Buy Me Love and Colors. AR director for Interscope Records, and uh, Rico Suave was his uh, number seven hit, and then he went on and charted with uh, We Want the Funk and When the Lights Go Out. We Want the Funk hit number 16, and then he was, just, he was gone after that. Okay, so he did do a couple more. Yeah, it doesn't say he died or anything like that. So. No, no, I, I think he's still around. Okay. I think they have them on the VH1 specials all yeah. once in a while, yeah. Okay. So here he is, hey, Geraldo Rico Suave. I don't drink or smoke and into dope with I know coke. You ask me how do I do it? I cope. My only addiction has to do with a female species. I eat them raw like sushi. No me gusta interno, mi estilo es moderno. Si me enterno, yo me enfermo. Mi apariencia es dura, vivo en la locura. No me vengan con tenuras. So please don't judge a book by its cover. There's more to being a Latin lover. You gotta know how to deal with a woman that won't let go. The price you pay for being a gigolo. Your parents, huh, they're gonna love my appearance. Ding 
Tonga, el tipe suena, tu madre abre, que vieja más buena, le digo hola, pero no me para bola, que se ha creído vieja chola, como el surf de food, man, que tengo hambre, if you don't hurry, me va a dar un calambre, y usted señor, what's your chin on the floor, cierra la boca por favor, what's this amor, these little huevos, esto sí que yo no pruebo, I'm used to good old fashioned, hometown Spanish cooking, if I try that I'll be puking, well it's been a pleasure, but we got to go. Regresaremos temprano, 5, 6 o 7 de la mañana, su hija en buenas manos. Rico. Suave. Rico. Suave. The LVTV. I'm JoJo Gerard from Sunny FM. In case you didn't recognize me, we're here with Elvis at Pier Marquette Beach. Elvis, uh, how about another song for us? How about Love Me Tender? All right. Okay. Love me, love me, Chicken Tenders. Okay. All right. Go ahead. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> love me tender, love me sweet. Tell me you are mine. For it's there that I belong till the end of time. Wow, it's almost like, like a ventriloquist doing it with a mouthful of water. It's Elvis doing Love Me Tender with Whopper in his mouth. It's a, it's a rare television moment. <laughs> and it still hasn't. Uh, it's LVTV. And here's Weird Al Yankovic. It smells like Nirvana.
enjoyed us today. I like I like your spot. <laughs> oh, could I just do one? I ain't, got nothing, I ain't got nothing to do with it, but I believe the fella's right. <laughs> that was back in the old days. Yeah. Um, you know what? What? You look like an accident going to heaven. <laughs> At least I'm going to heaven, right? You you look like you've been worked with an ugly stick. <laughs> I understand you got a new job. Uh, well, yeah, what? Uh, sitting outside a doctor's office making people sick, man. <laughs> oh, boy. Did you use this stuff back when you were a DJ? Oh, yeah, we had fun with it. You know, I got, I should, I got to grab that. We got to have, we got to, I got to grab that. Bud, uh, Bud Kelly from the TV station gave me a book to use, to take a look at. It's, it's, it's from the 70s. One yeah, yeah. It's one-liners from the '70s for 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 DJs that, that do like the used to do the the, the disco stuff. Uh -huh. Yeah. And they had all these liners, so I I gotta we gotta grab we gotta get that. Yeah, we could pick some. We could use it. Go back. Oh and yeah. Each other. Yeah, we'll really just add a little. We'll bit more. really piss people yeah, off. We'll just we? add a little bit more to the show. You know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah. There you go. Um, Instead of people going out and taking a crap, they might watch it. <laughs> We want to come back and hurry for those commercial breaks because we don't want to miss PT and OZ. Oh, boy. You never know what they're going to say. And this is truth. That's that's for sure. I know. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Guns N' Roses. You remember Guns N' Roses? Yeah. Anyway, they did a song called Knocking on Heaven's Door. Yeah, and it was done by... Uh... Well, William Axel Rose was a Bailey was his real name. And then they had Slash, which was Hudson. Was uh, Soul Soul Hudson, I think is what it, what it is here. Uh, Jeffrey uh, Isbell. Anyway, the song never charted for Guns N' Roses. I don't think it did, but you might. Did you want to well, check? I'll look it up and see. But who else did it? Well, Knocking on Heaven's Door was written by Bob Dylan. That's who did it. That's. And it hit. I've got that. I got both versions of it. It hit number twelve uh, in 1973. It was also from the movie Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid, starring Bob Dylan, and it was also done by Eric Clapton. But I don't think it's chartered by him either. Well, let's look up. Let's just see how many how many times it's chartered. Right. Knocking is what? It's K-N. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Knocking at your back door. Knocking on heaven's door. Bob Dylan, number 12 of 73. That's it. Wanted, yeah. Want it charted. So Bob Dylan's the only one that charted it. But I think yeah. I, a lot of people remember, of course, Guns N' Roses version. Yeah. And also the uh, Eric Clapton version. Now, you know why I, I didn't know about Guns N' Roses, uh, Roses version until... We were doing the big sound system down there for yeah. uh, Muskegon Summer Celebration, and we redid Guns N' Roses, and I dug back in a couple of CDs and got it. I went online, and I saw, well, knocking on Heaven's Door, and I, uh, so I've got it. I've got their long... Yeah, I, lo I love yeah. their version. Yeah, I love their good. version, yeah. Yep. And, uh, of course, I like Eric Clapton's version, and I like Bob Dylan's version, I don't, but... Yeah, I don't think I've heard Eric Clapton's version. Maybe I had, but yeah. I'm not quite sure. Well, he did it. I think it was released by Eric Clapton. I think, uh, I'm, I can't. But I think it was released as no, from the from the movie soundtrack uh, from one of the Lethal Weapons, because Eric Clapton and uh, David Sanborn did most of the music for all the Lethal Weapon. And there was like what four of them. Yeah. With yeah, uh, at least. with uh, Mel Gibson and. Uh, I can't yeah, think of what's his name. Yeah, I can't think of his name. Black now. guy. Uh, Glover. Glover. Danny, Danny Glover. Glover. Yep. And uh, 
Anyway, but uh, what, yeah. Black guy? Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of. Right? I know, I know. Yeah. We know you. Anyway. I'm sure he'll We know you, we love you. understand, you Yeah, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, anyway, so I, Eric Clapton, and, and I th but I think it was like what, that one time, I can't remember which one it was, but it was when Mel Gibson, they thought he was going to die or something, and you heard the echoes of uh, uh, Eric Clapton doing Knocking on Heaven's Door. Oh, okay. All right. I probably I just, it, it, it's that, it, that's the crap that's stuck in your head, you yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I remember something about it, but anyway. And so anyway, here it is. Out, and everybody out there is saying, good, I'm going to suck in your head. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason we do it this show, is because we got all this... This it, we 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 thought we were we thought we forgot most stuff that most people don't even know. Does that make sense? No. Yeah. Anyway, Guns and Roses knocking on Heaven's door. Go Here you go.
else we got? We want, you want to play? You want to play one more forty-five or what? Sure. If it's okay. up to you. Let's just play it. All right. Let's play it. Uh, th these are the sparkle tones. <laughs> okay. And I'll tell you a little bit about that when we come back. All right. You'll recognize this one. Sparkle tones. Right. I just said sparkle tones because everybody probably going, oh, who do sparkle tones? Well, you were dancing, so it was kind of like sparkle toes. That's going why on I'm there. out of breath. <laughs> I took two steps behind and one step forward and I'm out of breath. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Joe Bennett and the Sparkle Tones, teen rock and roll band from uh, Spartanburg, South Carolina. Joe Bennett, vocals, guitar, born in 1941. Howard Childress, guitar, Wayne Arthur, bass, and Irving Denton, drums. It was on the ABC Paramount label, which was a big label for all, I mean, it was all, uh, Ray yeah, Charles yeah, for one. Yeah, you know? ABC was huge. And uh, Black Slacks hit number 17 in 1957, and then they came back and had a, a top 40 hit uh, called Penny Loafers and Bobby Socks in 19, and that was 57 also, and that was it. I remember playing that, playing that song on one of our old rest, reminiscing shows back in the radio Probably. days. Yeah. We played a lot of... Yeah, a lot of songs, yeah. A lot of songs, yeah. But we were on for like six hours at a time then, then yeah. weren't we? This is a lot easier doing Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because we were up at like, it was like Sunday morning at, what the hell, what was it? Eight o'clock in the morning? No, we were earlier than that. We were like six or seven, weren't we? In the morning? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like six in the morning we went out on Sundays. I couldn't do that anymore. Well, I probably could, but, you know. Maybe you should enter. Right? You could say, I see Elvis. Yeah, I did see Elvis. I'm here at Fairmont Cat Beach, and with Elvis once again. How are you doing, Elvis? Fine, thank you very much. 
and we're here with some uh, some some of Elvis's fans. What's your name? Uh, Tom. Tom Myers. And what did you find in the paper, Tom? A uh, little article here from the Lansing State Journal. Um, said, seen uh, Elvis, fine, tell us about it, and you can win a uh, Elvis CD. <laughs> but did this have you have to see him in Lansing? Uh, no. It says it could be made up, <laughs> which would believe this. <laughs> or it can be a real live story, you know, maybe from uh, his uh, hometown or whatever. So you're going to go back to, uh, to Lansing and tell him you saw Elvis then, right? Yeah, probably going to have to do that. Yep. And we can give you a videotape, too, and that way you can uh, show them that you actually saw Elvis. Great. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. So, that's right. So what, what's your favorite song by Elvis? Oh, all of them. <laughs> yeah. Don't be our uh, jailhouse rock. Yeah. Always want to be jailed, right? Oh, hold on it. It's Elvis! Elvis! Come on in! Hi guys! How you doing? Hi, how are you? Good, good. What, what, I can, you you me a, can you give me a lift, please? Sure. At uh, nearest Burger King? Yeah, sure. I missed my ride. I uh, fell off the trolley. <laughs> missed, so I'm in a hurry to get to Burger King. <laughs> up here at 1 o'clock. I'm a few minutes late. Okay, thank you. Come on in. Awful nice of you guys. Hey, Thanks. no problem. No problem, King. Anytime. Thank Anytime. you very much. <laughs> and now, here's that real solid man of rock and roll, Little Richard and Bong Tall Sally. You're the queen and Mary, born of the dawn. You can't have the music, but you're having a lot of fun, oh,
ready? Okay. <laughs> Here's a guy that didn't have one sound. It was uh, um, John Lennon. And of course, the biggest, one of the biggest uh, songs everybody remembers is Imagine. Born in 1940 in Liverpool, England. Uh, shot to death in New York in 1980. Uh, age, you remember that time too when he was shot, don't yeah. you? I was oh, yeah. watching TV when it was uh, just, it was, was weird. Uh, anytime anybody gets shot like yeah. that, uh, that was tragic. Age 40, uh, Imagine only made it to uh, number three on the top 40 charts in 1971. Imagine was uh, co-produced by a producer killer, Phil Spector. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I I saw a documentary on Phil Spector too. He's he was quite the yeah, well, wacko. He, <laughs> yeah, he did. He, he uh, jail time. Yeah, yeah. He was he's big a little, court he, sessions. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. something. But anyway, Ronnie, and then there's Ronnie Spector, uh, his ex-wife. Ex-wife, beautiful voice, man. Yeah. And the first time I saw her, I went, "What happened?" Yeah. Well, it's, well that's. You and I remember that too. That, but with the first video I saw, Ronnie Spector <laughs> later on was back with Eddie Money. Yeah. Take me home tonight. Yeah. And you see those Love beautiful, voice. beautiful voice, and you see those beautiful legs and that beautiful body, and then it went up to her face and was like, ah. "Whoa!" Kind of like you know, kind of like Halloween's us. next month. Kind of like when they see us on TV and they try. Yeah, to, right. Yeah. When the first time like they, they they are, they're changing the channels and they see us like, "Whoa!" Whoa keep going. <laughs> broke my TV. Uh, I was just going to say real quick, I remember this too about John Lennon. I was really surprised is that he had um, just as many number one hits as a solo artist as Ringo Starr. Ringo Starr and him had the same amount. George Harrison actually beat, had more number one hits than he did. Of course, Paul McCartney had a, just a slew of them. Well, that's hard to believe. Yeah, I know. You look it up. I, yeah, I couldn't I thought, believe it either. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize that. I think it was only like three number one hits or so he had. But anyway, that's all he had. Yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah, John Lennon. Imagine. Here it is. I'm reminiscing.
is gonna ring one of these days. One of these days. And the choir is gonna sing one of these days. One of these days. When you press your lips to mine, tell me, honey, our love's divine. I wanna run, I walk that aisle. I'm gonna run that walk that I'll one of these days. I'm gonna hold you close to me one of these days. I wanna carve your name on a tree for one of these days. One of these days. When your blinking eyes are done, honey, we're gonna be like. I'm gonna run that walk that I'll one of these days. Instrumental, Mr. Acker Bilk. Um, now that's his name, Mr. Acker Bilk. Okay. And uh, it is listed as Bilk, Mr. Acker. So, <laughs> I mean, some of these names you don't yeah. know whether they're giving you a, a stage name, a first name, last name, or right. a group name, or what. But uh, born Bernard Stanley Bilk in 1929 in Pensford, Somerset, England. He's a clarinetist and a composer. Co-wrote Monty Keeley's Somerset which only a person that reads books and plays and stuff would know what that meant. But uh, this is an instrumental hit number one in 1962, so let's listen to Stranger on the Shore. Okay.
We were just, okay. We were just discussing uh, Zonfear. That was one of your favorites. Zonfear. I like. I hate that. <laughs> I like his music, but you know what? Uh, it's just like Kenny G. Yeah. You can listen to the music so just long. so long, yeah. and then you get a little tired of it. Ever Roger it's nice Whitaker? To listen to three or four of them, and then oh, and then go back and do something else. Yeah. Then come back. Roger, Roger Whitaker. Whitaker. Um, he the last farewell. Yeah, he did. He did. Or some of these people. That remember the what was the one guy? Boxcar Willie. Remember that, that yeah. guy? Oh, these are all people that made it on the TV advertising. They don't do that much anymore. But, no. I got know. I got a box set of Boxcar Willie. Do you really? Oh, I love that music. Well, I, I've never heard them. We never heard of. I never. Uh, Plus the old, the old. Uh, like bluegrass, bluegrass, uh, country music. Uh, Woohoo! Yeah, <laughs> sitting on a train, you know, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> like a folk, like folk music, yeah, almost. Right? Yeah, country folk. Okay. That type of country thing. folk. Oh yeah, old Boxcar, Boxcar Willie. It was fun to watch on TV too. Yeah, yeah. I uh, He? What do you have a show or something? Oh uh, no, he appeared on the Hee Haw and stuff like. Oh, that. did he? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, oh yeah, he was well known. Huh. Well known, yeah. He just never went big into the record. I remember Grandpa Jones and oh, Minnie yeah. Pearl, and uh, yep. Yep. of course Roy Clark was one of my favorites. He could play guitar. Yeah. But uh, and Buck Owens, of course. Um. But uh, Porter Wagner. Yeah, with Porter. Remember Porter. The local. Remember the local uh, uh, people we had here. Remember uh, Chuck's mom and dad had a TV show over there on TV Forty. Back in the old days. Yeah. Well, well what about? And I can't remember. I can't remember what they were called, but they were they were big in this area, just on their TV show. Oh, were they? Yeah. Just like us, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just People like calling us. Yeah. Wishing. Yeah. <laughs> Please take that crap off the air. <laughs>
All the units waiting to be used. So here's all the units waiting to be used. In tip-top condition, of course. We use this as a, as a demo tape. We are in the studio. Where all the master recording is being done. And of course, last but not least, the no ass shot. What? Muskegon Harbor's got the rusty clipper. It's a bucket of bolts we can plainly see The bell's been stolen The locks are busted now What makes you think of this As a good start Muskegon Harbor's got a rusty clipper Bucket of bolts we can plainly see. The paint is chipping, it's lost its luster now. What makes you think of this as a good start? Muskegon Harbor's got a rusty clipper. Bag of bolts we can plainly see rusting away is gonna fall apart. Who's gonna pay for this big brain fart? Muskegon Harbor's got a rusty clipper. Muskegon Harbor's got a rusty clipper Muskegon Harbor's got a rusty clipper Muskegon Harbor, you've got a rusty clipper All right, I got something here for you. You'll like this one. You remember Paul Stokey? You know who he is of the group? Of the... Uh, Peter, Paul, and Mary? Peter, Paul, and Mary. Yeah. Wrote the song for Peter's Wedding, then decided to record it, and it charted to number 24 in 1971. Remember the, the, the wedding yeah. song? That was a song. We played that song. All, we played that song a lot for weddings. 
Yep, you sure did. And uh, I mean, that was it was kind of funny because I I remember I was watching a PBS special after I wrote this down. I was watching a PBS special on Peter Paul and Mary, and and he was talking about that that he just wrote the song for Peter's wedding, just mm -hmm. to perform at his wedding. That was it, and uh, that everybody just thought it was such a wonderful song, wonderful song, and a wonderful job that he did on the song that he just recorded as a solo artist, but it kind of charted still under Peter Paul and Mary. Yeah, yeah. So. I, uh, I had to use the 45 for years yeah. for all the wedding that we did because I couldn't find it in CD. Then finally, when it came out in CD, it was uh, a re reversion. No, no, it was a reversion, but it was in a box set for 79 or 100 bucks. <laughs> And I said, well, I already got the rest of Peter Paul and Mary. I'm not yeah. going to do that. Well, then finally uh, Napster came out and all these other music right, things. Right. And I was able to download it. So I didn't have to use my 45. Oh, okay. So anyway, here, here it is. This is uh, Paul Stokey of the group Peter Paul and Mary uh, uh, with The Wedding Song from 1971.
Outtakes, what we're talking now, he's keeping the camera running, whatever he's saying, he's going to splice it all together. No, I can't do that without his permission. I'm going to read the show again. Oh, oh gee. Oh, gee. That's going to break their hearts, isn't it? It's a shame, too, isn't it? Because I think you do, I think you would do a good job rap. Oh, you think so? Yeah, the office rap. It, <laughs> it worked, believe me. Believe me, stick with me, kid. We'll make you a star yet. Okay. Well, you know, Elvis, if you were alive today, what, what would an Elvis video be like? How about a clam bait and beautiful women? Would you like these beautiful women behind us? So it would be like the clam bait movie? Yes, sir. Yeah, and with the Twinkies and Slim Jims and... Oh, just a big old party. Okay, big party. Kick the sand around. And yeah, maybe we can reenact that scene in clam bait. Let's go find out. Hey, you want to be in a video with Elvis? Um. <laughs> I, just, just by that expression, I'm getting a no way in hell look there, huh? All right, here's uh, Tom Petty into the great wide open. And now I'd like to tell you the story of Eddie and his adventures in the great wide open.
Christopher said it always played from the heart. He got an agent and a roadie named Bart. They made a record and it went in the charts. The sky was the limit. His leather jacket. Had chains that would jingle. They both met movie stars, partied and mingled. Their A and R man said, "I don't hear a single." The future was wide open. Into the
happily ever after. Ready now? Oh, we're, we're, ready. we're ready now. PT and OZ. What does that mean? I have no idea. But, uh, <laughs> we're reminiscing. We're reminiscing. Uh, I'm going to go back to uh, uh, 1959. A guy with the name of Rod Bernard, and the only thing that's got in here is that he was born in 1940 in Opelousa, that's what it is, Louisiana. He's a rock and roll singer and guitarist. And uh, he had one hit, only hit number 20, and it's on the Argo label, and it's worth 25 bucks if somebody wants to pay me for it. Uh, <laughs> I never heard of the Argo label. Oh, yeah. Yeah? What was it? Well, you remember, uh, you remember Clarence Frogman, Henry? No. I can sing like a girl. <laughs> like a frog. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't remember that. <laughs> Obviously, I can't sing like a girl or a frog. Uh, can you do that again, please? Uh, it's good I sing like a girl. <laughs> I sing like a frog. Good thing I didn't have any Anyways, pop. he was known as Clarence Frogman Henry, and he okay. did that song. I remember the yeah, Clarence yeah. Frogman, but I don't remember but that That was song. on the Argo label, and there's uh, <clears throat> a few others. They're back in the old rock and roll type of thing. Okay. And uh, anyways, this uh, this is called uh, This Should Go On Forever. Okay. And my song. This should go on forever.
Okay, anyways, uh, I went downstairs and I pulled out uh, Ain't Got No Home uh, on the Argo label. So okay. I'm going to go ahead and play that, all right? Hey. Here we go. Clarence, Frogman Henry. <laughs> See, Ain't got, got no home. <laughs> I remember it now. Oh, ain't got no home. I know blade wrong. Ain't got no home. I know place is wrong. I'm a lonely boy. I ain't got a home. I got a voice. I love to sing. I sing like a girl. And I sing like a frog. Okay, now that was, uh, you got a picture of it. That's the old, real old Argo label. Now he went on and had a real good career after that. Oh, I'm sure he did. No, he didn't. That was the only time he did that. Yeah. Uh, in fact, that wasn't really him. That was me dubbing that in there. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a Dane. Hey, God, oh. God, no. Yeah, that, um, was, that was me doing that because he had a sore throat that uh -huh. day. Yeah, Dane, uh, anyways, Dane, Dane he, Cooked has a funny version of that with so that sound, too. Yeah, he did go on. Um, mm. and had a very good career. Uh, his songs were uh, Why Do I Love You and he stopped so actually, all this kind of stuff. He actually sang. Yeah, he okay. actually sang, yeah. So that was the Argo label and uh, Clarence Frogman Henry. His wife had some leftover cake, so I'm just eating it right now. Okay, and then the other thing I was going to do is I'm just going to go right to uh, a guy by the name of the, the Paul Gayton Band. His name was Paul Gayton, and uh, he didn't have anything hit the charts, okay. but uh, also on their Argo label. Take a listen to this. It's called Flatfoot Sam. Okay, I have to because I'm out of cake. Oh. Flatfoot Sam bought an automobile. No money down, just a real good deal. Didn't want to work, just ride around town. 
driving beat in uh, yeah. that uh, uh, Paul Gaten Flatfoot Sam. We're just going to flip this over and I'm going to play the other side of it right off the bat. All right. Okay, flip it over. This is Paul Gaten again. This is an instrumental. This one's called Nervous Boogie.
Boogie, Flatfoot Sam, and there is some of the famous, famous music of our gold label. Yeah. Okay. But anyways, I like you playing piano on the on the desk here and putting oh, your foot yeah. up there. Oh yeah, Jerry Lewis. Oh, Jerry, Jerry Lewis. Showing those white socks off again. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, is after he does this, he kicks out of his feet and dumps everything over. I don't think we better do no, that. No, so. no. I'm, I'm surprised that at your age you can even lift your foot up that high yet still, so. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>
Yeah, yeah. Forget to talk. And then All right. Here's here's later. another here's another uh, kind of a wacky one that uh, you never heard of. I know you, I, we talked about it before. Urban Dance Squad. Right. Uh, Deeper Shade of Soul, 1990 rap dance group from uh, Amsterdam, Netherlands. They Pat- in the book? Should be. Patrick uh, Remington, Magic Stick, DNA, uh, Silly Sill. Yeah, anyway, they made it to number 20. Yeah, it made it to number 21 in 1991. Mm-hmm. So, Urban Dance Squad. Yep. Okay, this this video is all done in, inside of an empty pool with the skateboards. It peaked at number 21 in 91. Yeah, so that's what I got here, too. Patrick Rudeboy Remington. Yeah, Magic yep. Stick, DNA, Silly Sill. Yep. Tresmanos. Tresmanos, yeah, I forgot that one, yep. It's worth four dollars. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Big bucks, man. But you know what? If it's number if, if it hit number twenty one and ninety one, I bet you I got the forty five. You probably do. Yeah. Okay. Here, here's the video. So 
we're going to do one more for this session. Uh, this uh, this record is worth ten dollars, and it's the old Columbia record. It's the old Columbia well, hold, label. Let me let me get a shot of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Let's get a shot of that because this is a this is a clean, real clean. Oh baby, look at that. Yeah, look at that thing shine. Shining so much, I can't get a good shot of it because yeah, just, there you go. It's just shining. Just shining. Anyways, we'll give you information afterwards. <laughs> no, we don't really have to. Anyways, uh, Tony Bennett. <laughs> Tony Bennett, yeah. back from the early 50s, the song called Can You Find It In Your How Heart. How old is he? He's like 110. He's got to we'll be. Look, he's we'll releasing, okay, because we'll he's releasing another yeah. CD. But anyway, we'll look, we'll look Tony up. Bennett. Anyways, this is one of his hits from the 50s, and he came out way before that. Yeah. So, But this is uh, Can You Find It In The Heart. It's before rock and roll. It's not rock and roll. Yeah, put the record on the needle. Put the needle on the record. That's, here it goes. I want your eyes to see my eyes. I want your lips to touch my lips. I want your love to be my love forevermore. Can you find it in your heart to forgive me? Heaven knows I acted badly But the love that once I gave to you so gladly Can you find it in your heart? Can't we make another start? Please forgive me I'm repentant and your arms alone can save me so if carelessly I lost the love you gave me, can you find it in your heart? Day and night I want your eyes to see my eyes. I want your lips to touch my lips. I want your love. You tell me that it's over Think it over Though I once betrayed your love Forgive the treason And my darling If your mind can find a reason Can you find it in your heart Must you tell me that it's over You know, like I was saying, I, I was never a Tony Bennett fan when I was a kid, but I grew to appreciate him and, and like him. And I was telling you, the other guy that I loved was uh, Steve, Steve Lawrence. Lawrence. Uh, Room Without Windows. That was one of my favorite tunes. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Love that song. Yeah, I sing it to, sing it to Terry all the time. She said, 
if she ever was trapped in a room without windows with me, she'd have to take her own life. But anyway, <laughs> you didn't hear. You didn't hear a word I said. Hey, well, I was listening to you. Yeah, yeah. Any, anyway, what? What? Uh, how old was he? He was eighty. He's eight. Twenty-six. So he's eighty-six years old. Yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna look here in the uh, the new one. So Steve Lawrence is still around. So Steve, a room without windows. Steve, that'll be my. That'll be I my don't even remember that one. You don't? No, I. Remember you know what I? Go away, little girl. And, oh yeah, that was a big one for him. Yeah. Um, I remember him doing a room without windows. It was one of those. Remember those uh, records they used to put out for promotional use? You'd give mm -hmm. you bought a stereo or something. They'd give you one of those Kodak records. Down in the, the candy store in the corner. They yeah. Had all that yeah. Stuff in. And that's what I had. It was it was one of those records that I wore it out. Room without windows and door stays. Casarasara was on there and uh, a few other ones. But yeah. Yeah. It was see, like a Kodak Kodak be, record yeah, or something. It's a lot of money right now. Oh, I'm sure it will be. It and lost it and beat it up. Yeah. Okay. What's next? And using it on my clothes and play. <laughs> <laughs> you remember those? Yeah. yeah. Those clothes and plays. Those yeah. those things were like like killers on records because yeah, they, they yeah. had like a big thing in the center with a needle in it mm -hmm. and it would just go down on the record and it, you could just hear it go yeah grinding yeah away. right on the record and it's like so you, oh you man played, it was throwaway records yeah. at that time you played it a couple talk times, about some get talk about some intro burn there was yeah. some all, all the way through burn <laughs> on those <laughs>